What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Life with Libby. I am so dang happy to have y'all here. Um, I know that there was no episode last week. I um, I just did not have it in me to do an episode last week. Um, I am going to do my best to get through this episode without crying, but um, the last eight weeks of my life have been incredibly trying, and um, they've been rough. And I know that I tell y'all that I always try to show up um, authentically as myself um, and share as much as I want with y'all when I want to. Um, So there have recently been some things that have happened that I wanted to share with y'all, but I wanted to kind of process them first, um, before I spoke on them, because one of my things is I never want to speak out of a place of anger. I say that a lot, um, but before we get, well, sorry, before we get super sappy, um, because I have a feeling today's episode is going to be that, can we talk about my hair? Hannah is, Hannah G crushed it again, like, the extensions look phenomenal, and I just have to give her shout out because she crushed it per usual um okay uh let's get into it because i'm gonna try to make this quick and painless i know that i said that i was done talking about i I don't even know how i'm gonna i don't even know how i'm gonna go about this i don't have any notes i usually like try to walk through in my head mentally what i'm gonna say and how i'm gonna say it and i didn't do that this time I know what I want to talk about. I just haven't put the sentences together in my head yet. So this is real and as it's coming out. Um, So y'all know my birthday was in February. Um, I turned turned 25 on a Sunday. Found out about stateside curveball shit on a Tuesday. Um, Launched merch line that Friday. Sold out. And then that Saturday was my birthday party. And I want to talk about my birthday party for a hot second. Um, if y'all have been following me for a while, y'all know that I have a best friend. And he's my ride or die. And um, he's been in my life for a long time. I would say his name, but I'm going to leave it out now. <laughs> so y'all can imagine how this is going to go. Um, so my best friend and I, they're there was tension. We had tried to date in the past and it didn't work out. I broke his heart four years ago. I will admit to that. I did that. Um, so when the whole stateside curveball shit went down, my best friend and I were like, let's do this. Like, let's do it. Like, why not? Like, there was nothing standing in our way. Um, so the weekend of my birthday party was perfect. I felt so loved and so supported and there was so many exciting things happening and I was like holy shit like stateside curveball shit was awful that was awful that was a really shitty situation but I was like that had to happen for him and I to do this and I know that y'all are gonna be like Libby you homie hopped I didn't homie hop my best friend and I had this has been in the making for four years like we needed to do this and it was finally like okay like okay Like, let's do it. Like, 
I had, if I'm being honest with y'all, like, I had my doubts about stateside curveball guy. I was like, I don't really know. Especially because I hadn't heard from him in a while. I just wasn't sure, but whatever. So, my best friend and I decided to give it a go. And it was good until it wasn't. Um, so... Sorry, all that was a very long pause, but I needed to, like, thock, thock. Okay, so it was good until it wasn't. Um, out of the gate, when you have had that much love pent up for four years, it and you finally, like, let it out and let it go, it was out of the gate intense, like, on both ends. Like, I was like, holy shit, this is finally what this is supposed to be. This is what this is supposed to be. And I was heavy and everything was so great. And we were spending time together, which we hadn't because for like, we were friends and then we were friends, but we weren't, we were trying to like respect boundaries, whatever. So boundaries were off. Everything was a go. And then, um, he started to back away and I was like, that's weird. So I brought up like, Hey, like we don't have to do this like 110% like we don't have to be like super serious like pump the brakes like I still need to like heal from this situation from the stateside curveball situation like I still need to heal from that back up actually back up because um the week before this conversation that I'm about to have y'all tell y'all I have never loved someone so much as I did this guy. You know how girls will understand this. Girls, ladies, listen to me. You know how you have that one person and you're like, you know what? It. I don't know how it's going to work, but it's going to. It has to. It has to. It has to work out. It has to. That's how it was. Things were easy. It, it was incredibly toxic at some points, but looking back on it now, it was incredibly toxic, whatever. So, things were really good, and, um, one of the nights that we were together, I was getting ready to leave, and he just looked at me, and he smiled, and I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, what? He's like, I can't tell you. I was like, why? Like, just tell me. He's like, I can't tell you yet. I was like, what? Like, what are you, why? Like, what? Just tell me. And he's like, I love you. And I had been waiting to tell you that for four years. And I just hugged him and I started to cry because I had been waiting for so long to hear that. That was on a Tuesday. Fast forward the next Wednesday is when I noticed he started to back away. And so that's when I started the conversation of, we don't have to do this super serious. Um, and he was like, this is great. I have five weeks left of school. Like, I'm going to run the town. Like, I'm going to sleep around. And I was like, what? So I was, like, appalled at that reaction. I was just like, what? What? You, what? Um... So that conversation was on a Wednesday. And 
But I don't really know. I'm having such a hard time telling y'all this story. And I might delete this episode and start over. Because I just feel like I'm doing a really poor job of this. But I have a point in the end. So if you would like to skip through all this fucking bullshit and just go to the end. Go to the end. Because I'm just going to skip over some of these details. Whatever. Regardless. A week later. Tells me he loves me one week. Next week decides that I'm a lot. Says he got burnt out. Like... I don't want to do this. I'm not ready to be tied down. I was like, what in the fuck? What? What? We just went, like, from zero to, like, zero to a hundred and then a hundred to zero so fucking quick. And now I'm lost and now I'm confused. And, um, decides that I'm actually not what he wants, but still wants to be my friend. Still wants to be my friend. Tried to gaslight me. Tried to say that he was irritated because I was everything he ever wanted and he could never be good enough for me. Tried to gaslight me. So, I have always kept my mouth shut. Um, I've always been the person to just, like, let it go. There is a difference between being nice and allowing people to walk all over you. And I have recently learned that in the past, I have allowed people to walk all over me. And I had had a, I've had a fucking enough of that. I'm done with that. And I share this story with y'all for this reason. Here it is. Here's the lesson in this. Stop fucking letting people walk all over you. You're not a bitch for setting boundaries. You're not a bitch for calling people out on their shit. So that's exactly what I did. I called him out on his shit. I was like, you know what the fucked up part about this is? Is like, he knew everything that had just happened with stateside curveball. He knew all of that. So to me, now looking back at it, I'm like, you came in in a spot when I was vulnerable. I didn't even say that word right, but I don't fucking care. Vulnerable. You came in in a time and he's like, no, I didn't mean to do that. I was like, I, sh- I-, I wasn't done talking. Lay-, lay the ground rules of how you deserve to be treated. This is fucking bullshit this is bullshit. So that happened. He decided he was like, no, I'm out. Like, I'm going to go sleep around. Like, I don't want to be tied down. I was like, kick rock. Uh, Okay. Okay. Whatever. That Saturday, I got a nasty fucking hate message on Instagram. Now, because I grew so quickly, I'm getting a lot of these now, which is okay. I was expecting it. I'm okay with people coming for my body. I'm okay with people coming for my face. Like, I'm okay with people coming for me saying, like, I'm a Trump supporter. Whatever. I don't care. Like, come for me, say, like, oh, she's a Republican. She's, her face is fucked. Like, her body's trash. All of that. However, this woman came at me for my relationship with God, and I think that is disgusting. She came at me and she was like, this is a very ungodly thing for you to do. Talking about the women empowerment shoot that I did and the pictures that I posted. Let me tell you something. If you think you are so high and mighty in your relationship with God that you feel the need to judge others and tell others what they should and shouldn't be doing, I would like you to sit down. I would like you to sit down because I don't know what your Bible says, but my Bible says to Love your neighbor and not judge others. So, Karen, I would like you to sit down. Because that behavior is exactly why people don't want to be Christians. That is exactly why people don't want to go to church. Because they're afraid of being judged. The only person who can judge us is Jesus. Thank you very much. So, I would like you to keep your rude fucking comments to yourself. Thank you. 
But I bawled my eyes out. I got this message and I shared it on my Instagram story. I had a full fucking meltdown. Because I'm used to people coming at me for my face. I'm used to people coming for my political stance. I'm used to those things. I had never had somebody come for me for my relationship with God when 90% of people are already questioning if they're enough for God to love them. And for you to come in and say that was absolute fucking trash. That was trash. So I had a full on meltdown. It absolutely broke my heart. Luckily, I had another photo shoot with Sid that day. So I was able to like recover and bounce back and it only hurt my heart for a hot second. So we have all of this happening with stateside curveball with my best friend. And then I get this shit. And I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. And then, as if my table couldn't be turned upside down anymore, the cookie couldn't crumble anymore, I lost my holy girl. Um, last Monday, holly girl crossed the rainbow bridge. And, um... That was the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. And I am emotionally tapped out. I'm going to need massive amounts of therapy for having your dog die in your lap. I don't know. Like, is there a self-help book for that? Is, Is there a podcast for that that I can listen to? How to overcome your dog dying. I, I can't. I cannot. And then, on top of all of this, I got fucking shadow banned. (laughs) So, the last eight weeks of my life, I had been cheated on and lied to, told that I- they loved me and was ready to do this, decided that they actually didn't want to, and they fucked other people since then, which- that hurt my heart, and I did that to myself. Uh, got a rude message from a lady on Instagram, and then my dog died. I am emotionally fucking tapped out. And I'm exhausted. And I'm tired. However. Dr. Andrew and I were talking about this today. I asked for growth. And God sent me straight into a storm. I'm not enjoying this storm. Because I wasn't prepared. All of the other times that growth has come, I was expecting it. Two years ago when my ex and I split, I was prepared. I, that It was my decision to leave. I had been thinking about it. Like, that was a decision that we made together that we weren't a good fit. That was fucking hard. That was hard. But I saw that coming. Launching my podcast, this has been hard. But I saw that coming. This, the last eight weeks, I've been thrown so many fucking curveballs that I didn't see coming, and it didn't click today. I said to Dr. Andrew, I was like, I, he's like, you enjoy growth. I was like, I do, but I like it. He's like, you like growth when it's comfortable and predicted. And I was like, fuck, I really hate it when you're right. I hate it when he's right, and he's right 90% of the time. I'm not enjoying this growth because I didn't see any of this coming. I didn't see being blocked on Instagram to find out that the whole deployment he was with his ex, whatever. I didn't see my best friend telling me he loves me and then going and fucking somebody else two weeks later. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see somebody coming for me 
in my faith when I am already not sure if I'm worthy enough for God's love. I didn't see Holly Girl just being fine on a Friday and dying on Monday. I didn't see any of that coming. And I am not having a good time. However, sometimes the most painful things are when you grow the most. And although I am not having a good time right now, I know that there is so much growth that comes from this. And with all of these situations, I was talking about it with Kelsey today too. Kelsey is Dr. Andrew's wife. And I literally don't know if I would be standing without the two of them. Like, I, I don't. But Kelsey was like, you have grown so much. Because I learned to speak my mind. Don't allow people to walk all over you. Stateside curveball, whatever. I don't care. Live your life. I do not care. The best friend situation. I stood up for myself. I told him what he did was fucked. And I think I want more women and men, because I'm not saying that there aren't toxic women out there, because there are. I want more people to set their boundaries and stick to it even if it fucking breaks your heart. Speak your mind even if your voice shakes. Know your fucking worth. Know your worth. Stop allowing people to push you around. Part of this is for myself. Part of this I'm speaking to myself. Stop allowing people to treat you like shit and think that it's okay. It's not. And if somebody does you wrong and they would like to still be in your life and you're like, okay, maybe. They have to earn their spot back. They have to earn it. They don't get to just walk back into your life. Or if you find it enough, tell them to get the fuck out. My best friend was like, I'm still in your corner. I'm like, I don't want you there. If you think that you can tell me you love me one week and two weeks later fuck somebody else and you think that we can still be friends, you are fucked in the head. I may or may not have said that. That wasn't the kindest thing I've ever said, but it needed to be said. Stop allowing people to walk all over you. It's trash. Know your worth and know that it's not a bitchy thing for you to stand your ground. It's not. It's not. It's not a bitchy thing at all. People need to have consequences for their actions, and I think recently a lot of people have not. In the last eight weeks, 90% of the shit, people have not had consequences for their actions. One of them I'm going to allow God to handle because it's out of my control. The other one, I spoke my mind. I was like, this is fucked. Don't ever do this to anybody else. I said that. I said, figure out what you fucking want before you tell another girl you love them. End of story. So, may this be a lesson I hate, I know that I said to y'all like a month ago that I'm not going to go through traumatic shit just to put out episodes. Apparently God was like, yes, you are. Here we are. But it's shitty and it sucks and I'm not having a good time. But I was able to sit in my pain for a hot second and then realize actually all of this is happening for a reason because I have learned my worth. I know the bullshit that I won't take and I've learned to stand my ground and I wish that more people would. I wouldn't change any of this shit for the world. These are hard fucking lessons to learn. These are hard lessons to learn. But let me tell you something. I'm 25, single, and know my worth. And I would rather be 25 and single, knowing my worth, than 30, married with kids to a man who doesn't fucking respect me. I would rather go through this pain now than spend the rest of my life miserable. So, that is all that I have for y'all today. Uh, I know that this episode was all over the place. I started off crying we cried a little bit more and then I got feisty y'all always know that I will come out feisty but know your fucking worth stop letting people walk all over you and 
I love y'all. That's it. That's all I got. Because if I go anymore, I I don't. Um, I also, that's it. That's all I have for y'all. Um, okay, goodbye. <laughs>